0: Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen and joining me as always is
1: my mom. Hi mom,
0: how's it going? Hello
1: Ellen, so good.
0: Not joining us, as always, is listener Sarah Ortiz. Welcome, Sarah.
2: Whoop, whoop. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: (laughs) Sarah in the house. We're so excited to have you. (laughs) Sarah won. I feel weird saying that, but Sarah won the chance to join us for an episode, and we're just so happy to have her
1: because Sarah is actually... We would have had her on
0: even without a... (laughs) It's true. Um, Sarah is actually one of the few listeners that we've met in person, and we just like her a, a heck of a lot. I think um, I'm part of the family now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> um, today with Sarah, we're going to talk about Don't Hex and Drive by Juliet Cross and later we are going to get to know Sarah a little bit more and chat about our common Turkish interests. Because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if I'm gonna have Sarah on, that's what we're gonna end up talking about. Um, of but first, Mom, Sarah, what have you been reading and watching?
1: you want me to go first? Or Sarah, time? you want to go first?
0: I'll go first. Okay. So
2: in these crazy times, I've been trying to keep it uplifting. Yes. So I've been watching what I would call trash reality TV lately oh, and girl. some good Here reality. We go. Let's do it. <laughs> so Below Deck Med is one of my guilty pleasures. Okay. I love watching this mess of a crew deal with these snooty rich people and everybody is hooking up and then breaking up and there's arguments and it's always the same and it's a beautiful scenery in, in the mediterranean it's it's one of my great joys what channel is that or what is it's on that on bravo it's on um, Bravo, Bravo,
1: of course.
2: Of course. Um, I also watch Ninety Day Fiance because okay. it's a dumpster fire, and it's again <laughs> not going to upset me. It's very formulaic, but these people are so ridiculous, and they make me giggle so so hard. Yeah. Um, I of course love RuPaul just like you. So I watched yes. Drag Race. I've been watching the um the new uh, podcast that is out. Uh-huh. Uh.
0: Have you listened to it with uh, uh, Katya and yes and Trixie? I okay, T- Trixie and Katya are like my absolute favorite. Same. So yes, I I am a long yes. I when that when they were like yes more Trixie and Katya because I love all their stuff that they do. Like Trixie's from my hometown, so I have to represent. Oh, fun! <laughs> yeah, she is from. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I deeply respect that. Um,
2: but The Amazing Race is not a trashy reality TV show and it just started back and I'm really excited about that.
0: Yeah, I love Amazing Race. I should catch up on that one too cuz they
2: have some like Olympians and football players this time like it's kind of like a fun mix and the people you think would be great are not really doing so great this season, best. so it's been the fun. Best.
0: Yeah. I know. It's really like with that show people there's a lot of I think people that think it's speed and and that kind of stuff and that stuff helps but really it's just being able to remain cool under pressure
2: Uh, it's calm and reading
0: and really
2: understanding the clues that you're reading and that's how you win
0: yeah I had a friend I had a roommate and she was always like do you would you go on that show with me and she was deeply offended because I was like no (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna be horrible on that (laughs) show (laughs) My
2: husband keeps saying we should do this. And I'm like, we argue when we pick out carpet. I can't imagine what it would be in a high stress situation. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Um, so. so that's kind it's of what I've been watching. What have you guys been watching?
0: Love it. Um We've been watching a lot. So we're like the opposite of you, actually. We've been watching a lot of really heavy, angsty murder shows. Murder shows. I went through that phase early on.
1: (laughs) We've almost like gone through the whole plethora of stuff on IDTV or whatever. Yeah, and like everything that Netflix has to offer. We just watched like
0: a bunch of Cold Case Files. And then we watched all the Cold Case Files that are on Hulu. We watched the new Unsolved Mysteries that just came out on Netflix. Um yeah, we just like to yell at stupid detectives. Oh my gosh, who are when the police are stupid, police it
1: just drives us crazy. We're like, how can you not look at the into this case more? Yeah. It was so we get very frustrated. But
0: yeah, so we've been crocheting and just watching murder shows in you know, complete.
1: I will say, because I'm not a sports fan, like at all. But last <laughs> night my husband was watching the World Series and I was like, these are cute boys in tight pants. And um, yes. I'm on board for that. <laughs>
0: Well, we, we, I had friends that we'd go to Dodgers games together and we ha- always had like these seats behind right field. And so we were like, I don't mind. I don't mind the view from back here. <laughs> <laughs> them Bending over. Them yeah. The warmups, they touch
2: their toes a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: like, don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then reading. Um, I actually, the only thing I read this week was all of Lore Olympus. Oh, just, me too. That had. Did you? Did you just read it too? I just
2: read it, and I just finished uh, Moonlight and Poppyland too, which is good.
0: Is that also on the Webtoons app? Mm-hmm, or it is, is. Okay, I'll have to check it out because I was wondering if there was another good one that was on there. Um, I I I like it. I I don't know that I am like quite on board with like the fervor that I see a lot of people have, but it's Same. fun, and I I think the artwork is really cool and pretty and it's very atmospheric and things like that but um well, but yeah, I have no fun. clue what you're even talking about so, so. there you go <laughs> there's the mom in me
2: <laughs> no I don't get the whole obsession either but I do enjoy reading them
0: yeah I, I thought it was it's fun and it's kind of a different type of reading than I mm-hmm.
1: usually do so I enjoy that aspect of it but
0: mom, well, what all, you... all I read is
1: don't hex and drive okay because we we are recording a little earlier this week yes we are with our friend Sarah yes so um, thank you
2: for the accommodation uh, <laughs>
0: no problem <laughs> of course and have you been reading it doesn't have to be in the past week but just anything lately that has caught your fancy um I haven't read a ton
2: because my personal life has been a little busy but this yeah. book actually brought me back into my obsessive reading in the middle of the night and so I'm actually really yeah. happy that I read it
0: Yay, yeah. there you go Hey, I love to hear that. And yeah, it's been a weird time just in general. I feel like people are having like a harder time reading and things like that. We have to with all this, but um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird how like real life likes to get in the way. Well, and it of kind reading. of tends to go like I read a ton and then yeah. I like don't want to read for a little while, and then I read a ton and then I don't want to read for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I'm so. also very like hot and cold.
0: But I really like a, a paranormal, and so I've read I've read a few. I've read a, quite a bit of Paranormals this month and um, just to get into the, the spirit of things. I mean, you know. I'm wearing my Halloween oh, there <laughs> you my go. sweater. <laughs> I'm all brand. in. Yeah, I'm all in. Here you go. Okay, so with that, let's talk about... Don't Hex and Drive by Juliet Cross. It is the second book in her Stay a Spell series, which features a family of witches. Somebody say their last name for me. Savoy. 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 Okay. Uh, we discussed the first book, Wolf Gone Wild, earlier this year, uh, which is crazy that because it feels like it was longer
1: ago it than that. It does feel like but, a long time ago.
0: Um, the third book, Witches Get Stitches, is set to come out summer 2021. Um, Here is the back cover description for Don't Hex and Drive. Notoriously bad at peopling, Isadora Savoy spends most of her time in the greenhouse or at the local animal shelter using her conduit powers of growth and healing. Content to remain in the background of the Savoy sister shenanigans, she's reluctantly roped into the mystery of missing neighborhood girls. Now she's partnered with a flashy, flirty vampire to find them before it's too late. Uh, Devraj Kumar has seen and done it all. 300 years roaming the earth as a Stygorn, a legendary vampire warrior who operates in the shadows, has its perks, but ennui has set in. That is until he has a run-in, literally, with an intriguing witch while on a new assignment in New Orleans. Fascinated by her resistance to his charms, Devraj can't help but push her buttons in an effort to get to know the shy witch. Fortunately for him, she's been recruited by the Lord of Vampires to assist Devraj on the case. Between a Bollywood marathon, supernatural dating app, secret package, and sexy driving instruction, Isadora is in over her head, and Devraj, after just one taste, he's playing for keeps. So, Mom, Sarah, what did you think of Don't Hex and Drive? Sarah, you picked this book to like cover on the show with us. So we'll, we'll, go to, we'll defer to you first.
2: Okay, first of all, I love vampire books. Little okay. known fact. So <laughs> I was so excited about this book, I can't even tell you. Yeah, I very much liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, I loved him. He was everything I look for in a vampire in these sort of paranormal romances.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
2: I loved the humor. Um, I loved the family and the supporting cast. So I thought it was a good book.
1: Yeah. I really, really liked it, too. Yes. I don't know that I loved it as much as I did Wolf Gone Wild. Yes. Is that fair to say? Yeah. But um, I think some of the things that I liked about Wolf Gone Wild that they didn't have in this one is, in Wolf Gone Wild, all the sisters played quite a big part in the story. Except for Isadora, who, like, was what's gone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but, like, they ha- all had to be there and all yeah. had were in on saving him and stuff. But... um and so I was a little disappointed that the sisters were just kind of a side side characters in this, and they weren't used as much. But um, I, I'm the same, Sarah. I loved the humor. I loved um, him. I loved... Uh, there was a lot of stuff about it that I really, really liked. Yeah. I'm also a
0: really, really liked, like, on the cusp of love, just because I do... I love this world that she's created, and I just love the tone of these books so much. I love just kind of this fun, frothy, rompy, paranormal, which is kind of flies in the face of a lot of other paranormal. Well, I, I love
1: like. that it's paranormal, but it's not just a dark yeah. world that she's built. It's kind of a light, fun world. And even the vampires, when you, they bite you, you, like, get this high from it. I'm like, oh, yeah. sign me up for that. Please, please sign <laughs> <pick> me up. <laughs> but so, I, I mean, I like that it's not, like, dark, evil vampires. Yeah. And um, it's just and kind of a fun, light, supernatural world.
2: And I like in her books that they aren't, it's not witches against vampires, for example. That sort right, of yeah. thing happens a lot in this genre, but instead they're all kind of working in together and cohabitating together without there being a lot of fighting, which I think is like a really nice way that it's different than other books I've read in this.
0: Yeah, same. And yeah, so I'm, and I'm with mom, like, I think I, I, cause I really loved Wolf Gone Wild and I think. I just had so much fun with that one that this one fell a little bit short for me in that regard, but I still really, really liked it. I still love this world that she's created and the characters and yeah, just like the whole setup for the series. Like I'm still completely on board with. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's talk about Isadora first. What do we think of her as our heroine? Let Sarah go first. Okay. Um, I
2: liked her. Um, she wasn't my absolute favorite, but I like Mm -hmm. how they made her an introvert and doubting herself, but still so helpful to everybody in the community. So I thought that that was like a good balance. Um, but I feel that some of the way she dealt with Dev was almost mean, like almost like She had so much of a wall up that she was actually somewhat hurtful towards him, which I thought was a little bit too far. But other than that, I sing 90s R&B to my plants to help them grow. So in the (laughs) opening, when she was talking to her plants, I'm like, all right, I like this girl.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's, we were, um, because... Fairly recently, we did Truth or Beard by Penny Reid, which is Dwayne is the first Winston brother. And we kind of called in, you know, there was talk about, like, how he's an interesting choice to be the first Winston brother. And in a lot of ways, I was like, oh, she's kind of an interesting choice to be the next after Evie because, yeah, she wasn't in Evie's book all that much because they were away. Um, And she's kind of the you know, the one that we didn't know as much about and the, the quieter, enigmatic mm-hmm. one. But it is cute to kind of give her her due. You know, she is the sister who kind of stays in the background of these more enigmatic personalities that she's surrounded by. Um, so I thought she was cute. I thought she was fun. Um, and kind of some of... I. What I really like about her world is that yes, they're witches, but they each are kind of their own distinct brand of witch, yep. and they have their different
1: things that they've got going on. Um, and their kind of witchiness goes along with their personality. So yeah, like yep. Violet is like the you know the seer, and the and she's got her little quirks and you know, all of it. And Cl- Clara is that her name? Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: is that who's the next book about? Do you know? The next one is about Violet. Violet, yes. Oh, Violet and... Nico. And Nico. hey mm-hmm. <laughs> i I'm super um, excited for that too far away.
0: <laughs> Well, because I remember them from the first book. Yeah. They yeah. were, like, being hinted at in the first one, too. Um, so, yeah. So, um, I
1: got frustrated with her in how she dealt with, with him as well. And... Um, I think it's, though, so, like Sarah was saying, her introvert personality and just the, the um, insecurities that come sometimes... Well, even to all of us, but um, you know, her not wanting to open herself up because she knew he wasn't going to be there for very long. So, I wish she would just say that though. And I was also
0: kind of yeah, come
1: out and tell him. Yeah, that irritated me. Yeah, yeah, and I was mad at him for not picking up on that and bringing it up. I mean, he did kind of pick up on it eventually, but then it's like, just come out and say. I get that you think I'm going to leave
0: at a first moment's notice, but.
2: But what would a romance be without miscommunication?
0: That's right. That's right. They all have to have it. <laughs> it's the, the cross we bear every <laughs> time we talk about one of these. Um, yeah. So I liked. I liked her. I like that she's kind of the underdog of her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm certainly more excited to see
1: other sisters maybe than I was for her. But I, I was kind of interested because they hinted at her having like, some additional powers, like when she knew what room the girl had been moved to in the hospital. And they they hinted at her having these extraordinary additional powers, but then they never really delved into it. And I really wish they had kind of delved into what these additional powers were that gave her more than just being, you know, a a conduit. Conduit, yeah. Yeah. I
2: loved that when she would write that you could oh, feel her awesome. emotions through it and I yeah. thought that that would be such a neat thing to be able to do in real life like if I could write my friends around the country like a little note and they would know exactly how I felt that that would be yeah. one of the coolest powers I'd never thought or of or
0: send fan letters to I to
2: mean sh- to Turkish <laughs> or maybe show Turkish up Turkish
1: on set Turkish.
0: and hand it off <laughs> <laughs> <because I'm> crazy <laughs>
1: Or even people you don't care for. You know, send them a little note. That's right. (laughs) I can feel your hatred. Feel my wrath.
2: Yeah, my breakup letters would have been extraordinary. (laughs)
0: It's like I want you to feel this. You son of a bitch. Um, Yeah. And so maybe we were supposed to infer something about her powers from that revelation with the letters, but I still, uh, yeah, I felt like pacing wise, it did kind of. There was a lot, the ending seemed kind of abrupt and sped through a bit to me, um, but we're going to talk about the mystery, okay. and we can talk about that element with that. Um, but yeah, I agree, and I didn't really think about it till you said it. Maybe it's one of those things that there's going to be a big reveal in Jules's book something. Well, they just kept hinting
1: that she's got more than just those powers, and then we never had anything about it, heard anything else about it, so I was kind of curious as to... yeah. What that was. but Obviously,
0: Jules and Ruben are going to be, like, the big Billy Claire of the series. The the Cat and
1: Dan of the series. There's so much
2: tension there. I just can't wait. It's going to be Yeah, and, like, we don't know
1: exactly what's what's happened and stuff like that. Well, and then once they get together, they are going to rule the supernatural world of New Orleans. That's that's right.
2: And I've never really... um, thought about a man named Ruben before, but here I am waiting for this book that hasn't even been written yet.
1: I never thought I'd have a crush on a guy named Cletus. So here we are.
0: Who knew? The things that romance makes us do. That's right. Um, What, we've touched on it briefly, but what did we think of Devarage as our hero?
1: Devarage.
0: In
2: love, number one. (laughs) checked a billion of my boxes.
0: He, <laughs> Tell us more about
2: these boxes. I mean you don't really want to hear all of us. We don't have that kind of time but I'll go through some of my highlights. <laughs> I loved that he was unique to what most vampires are. I don't know that I've read a book that there was a character that was a vampire from India that was yeah. such a main character so I thought that was awesome right or from the even, start. like
0: any sort of ethnic, I mean, I—it's right, I
2: always Western European.
0: Yeah, and I think I've read like some black, you know, vampires uh-huh. and things like that. But yeah, to have a Hindu
1: vampire was a. Vegetarian. That whole aspect of it was really yeah. interesting, where he was based Hindu vegetarian <laughs> and then became a vampire, and it really like affected him. Yeah, still after 300 years, like he was still holding like mama guilt. Yeah, over it. Which brings me to my next
2: point. Oh, yeah. I loved how much he loved his family, how he was true to himself, even after this big change to becoming a vampire, he still, you know, practiced the... The ve- ve- vegan, vegetarian. I think a vegetarian. Vegetarian. And um, he that did he did drink <laughs> blood. <laughs> he has to to live. I mean, I don't know <laughs> we'll when he explained that him. story about how he he killed that pig and how bad he felt, like yeah. I, my heart broke. Also, he's a Bollywood star, and yeah. that dances around shirtless. And- <laughs> I'm so sure, he's doing his little Bollywood dance. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, I love- I'm on board. <laughs> I pictured this in my mind. You can't even imagine how many times. <laughs> and I, what I loved about him was like he had the cocky, not really cocky, confident, but not cocky vampire trait. Yeah, and I think that. um he really was soft on the inside, even though he yeah. had done a lot of terrible things <laughs> to become yeah. the strike. Yeah, he's like a
0: sweet, docile guy with like a moral compass, which he's got our that... vampires don't always get. But he's and... got that
2: vampire protectiveness, and let yeah, me tell yeah. you. That's yeah. that's a box.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I will say um And he cooked. The Oof. the the Bollywood that he was in seemed like far more sensual than any Bollywood I've ever seen. Like I know. It's kind of on par with Turkish where it's, you know, like a big deal if they kiss. And um, like most Bollywood I've seen, they don't even kiss. So the fact that there was, it was getting pretty saucy in these Bollywoods that he was in, I'm like, sign me up for that. I was like, which ones have I missed?
2: No wonder he's a star.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, I really liked him a lot. I think mainly, yeah, because he was just so unique to kind of the vampire experience that I've had in the past. Um, I will say this is just maybe an Ellen, and I'm sure it's going to also be a mom thing, but I was kind of turned off by tongue ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a,
2: I'm a child of a certain age where everybody my age had tongue rings, so for me that was just kind of like, eh, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, eh, uh, it kind of, I don't know. It's
1: My only problem, and this is my only problem with it, is usually it makes them do weird things with their mouth or speak weird. And I'm like, I don't know why you would. Or like constantly be like fiddling with it. Fiddling with it with (laughs) your tongue. And it's it's off-putting as a person sitting talking to someone with a tongue stud in their tongue. Anyway, that's a
0: minor thing. But that was my only thing where I was like. Uh, I'm like, on board, on board, on board. Uh." (laughs) It didn't
2: even register for me because I went to college in 1996 and I swear everybody (laughs) in that year had tongue rings and eyebrow (laughs) rings and all that stuff.
0: I I remember when that... I was a little bit younger. I mean, not um, a deal breaker, but
1: those are just the things that bother me. And it is,
0: like, on brand with the the vampire thing and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all that. I will say the other thing is... um, I think he is like as good as you can get for a vampire for me. I think I've had to recognise about myself that I'm I'm just a werewolf girl. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I have to choose, like, I'm going to go werewolf Because over. if it ever comes up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel
2: like that's a good Twilight pairing for the two of us, then. You can do yeah, werewolf. Oh. I can do vampires. But the
0: thing is, is when I was in Twilight, I was team Edward, but...
1: See, and I was team
0: a... Jacob. Isn't that crazy? Little- <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> um, now you guys have flopped. Yeah.
0: But, um, I... But, like, the usual vampire, like, because she even talks about in this book how they're, you know, kind of more um live guys like that's not i i like the kind of more beefy burly you know woodsy
1: guys and things like that well and usually vampires and even this book to some extent you know they are very um like smarmy kind of you yeah. know mm-hmm. and uh cuz even she was afraid he was going to be like that that was one of the things she was afraid that's one of the things that kind of put her off at the beginning cuz that was she a was trait that vampires had and, yeah and he wasn't, which bless him. But, you know, a lot of times in these books the, the vampires are kinda smarmy and, and hitting on the girls yeah. and they Thank
0: are. So I liked one. that he I liked that he was a little different, but um I think that I've I've just had to recognise about myself that like vampires are not my like go-to kink but i did like the world
1: building in this because i did like the vampires a lot more than i usually like yes and i like that they're like vampires
0: with a moral code like they have very hard and fast rules about not sleeping with their blood banks and things like that yeah yeah
2: that's true i don't know i like werewolves i Uh i've loved like so many vampire books that i just feel like it's my jam it's my comfort um but I did like Jacob, so I don't know. Maybe I could, maybe I like both. Now you've got me questioning which one I like the
0: most. After everything my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah you were you're questioning every, everything you know about yourself. But maybe, Sarah, you and I just need to take a trip to New Orleans, and then we'll perfectly
1: be able to, you know, pick up men together. I hate together. to burst anyone's bubbles, but I don't think it's really ever going to come up in your life. So,
2: <laughs> mom. It's good okay. to have goals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a,
1: it's a thing a girl can dream. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Okay, uh, yeah, I just I I really liked him, so I I'm on I'm a, I'm just on board with like her brand of paranormal, and yeah, I just thought me it was too. Really fun. Um, and in keeping with that, the winning element for me here, and like I've I've mentioned, is the world building. So, agree. What do we like
1: about her world building? We've kind of touched on some of it. Kind but. of touched on it. Um, I love just that it's light and fun and not dark and creepy.
2: And I love that I mean, it's a whole creepy. community. Like, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And I like having it in New Orleans, and which is also on its own kind of just a spooky town because it really embraces the lore that it has with vampires and things like that. Um, but, and the thing that I really like about it. I don't know if, like, the Stygorn thing is something that... Sometimes there's things that I've never read before in a paranormal, and then I find out that it's a thing that's in a lot of paranormal. So I don't know if this is common lore, but if it's not and it's something she came up with, I think that's cool. So I like that she has things like Conduit and Stygorns and things like that that add intrigue, but it's still a very accessible paranormal because sometimes I feel like we read some Paranormals and they just go crazy with the world building. And I like just kind of having something that's a lot Almost more- Almost
1: suffocating sometimes with so much world building where yeah. this is just like- Easy yeah. breezy. Easy yeah. breezy, yeah.
2: And I like how they intermix with the non-paranormals. Like like they, it, they have a shop and- anybody can come in. It's not just like a witch shop, you know? Like yeah. they're, they're, they go to the animal shelter. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone's kind of intermixing, and um, that makes it so much easier to relate to than having to really think about where they are and who likes who. I mean, it just makes it a lot easier as a reader to get into right away. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and it's it's not just New Orleans. It's like this neighborhood in New Orleans on Magazine mm-hmm. Street, and so it's it kind of feels
1: almost small-towny paranormal, but it's in this bigger... Especially since she didn't drive and so she would only stay within (laughs) the confines of that neighborhood and...
2: Can I ask you guys what you th- pictured her bicycle as? Because in my head, I just kept picturing, like, especially after it was fixed, that it looked a little bit like Pee Wee Herman's bicycle.
0: <laughs> I think anytime you're going to have a red bike, that's that's a, a danger, you know. And I couldn't get past it.
1: <laughs> I think that's awesome. Uh, yeah,
0: I think I was thinking more like beach cruiser, but yeah, a red bike is always going to lead to like... Wicked Witch of the West,
1: kind of, or, you know. Yeah, but like,
0: flashier. <laughs> Yes, um. Not black and white, but Wee's Big Adventure is a family favorite. It is a family mine favorite. too.
1: Our whole family
2: loves it. Yeah.
1: So, um, that yeah, there was so a that line. gives you an indication of the highbrow humor that we're in. I
2: think that's why we get along.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: think we said this before, but like, this is so tangential. But, um, every Christmas we would rent the VHS, um of peewee's christmas special i don't know if you've ever seen it if you mm-hmm. haven't i highly recommend highly recommend i've seen it <laughs> i, mean, I and, own it <laughs> yeah so do we now but we would rent it every year and so one year mom went to go we went to go rent it and the guy was like he looked at it on the like screen and he was like do you guys just want to buy this because it was last rented by you last by year And we're like, yeah, sure. Well, Well, I think I brought it
1: in late, and we had late fees. And he said, why don't you just buy it? Because no one's rented it since you rented it last year. (laughs) Sold. I said, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: anyway, super tangential. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it, though? Pee-wee's never tangent. Never. No.
0: Um, But world building. Um, I don't think I have two. But I think, and I said this already, but I just love... I like her different brands of, of witch. And, like, you've got Grimm's, which I've, I'm excited for. I the, love the Grimm's. The eventual Grimm book to,
1: you know, see how that Does goes. the Grimm and Clara get together? Is that? That's what, yeah, I'm thinking. Because mm-hmm. they talked about how Grimm doesn't have any influence on someone who has Clara's powers. Yeah. So I have a feeling there. And well, and she she said that she thought he was kind of cute. And is she going to hook up with the guy that hangs out on the corner? Yes. or? Obviously, I think so. But he smells, and I think that he is going to have some (laughs) influence on her. Yeah, I think she'll turn him to a good guy. Well, we'll see. (laughs) But I don't—I
0: haven't ever read like a Grimm, so I'm excited to. I
1: saw the TV show a couple times. Yeah, Yeah, I watched the
2: show, but I never read a book about it. I
1: think that's different. I think it's yeah, and I think it's a different thing. But
0: yeah, so I'm excited to kind of and figure out what the heck's going on with Ruben. And oh, Jules. I can't wait for Ruben. He, again,
2: checks a lot of boxes for me. Yeah,
0: And, and Nico and Violet, yep. like, they've obviously got some stuff going on. They keep and... talking about Finny being
1: cute. so and, he might... and he's, like, human, so maybe one of them winds up with Yeah,
0: because we don't know who's going to lo- end up with Livy, really, right? Is, has that been hinted at? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But she
1: was one of the ones singing with him. Yeah, so maybe it'll be I Finny. Maybe it be Finny and Libby.
0: Or I was thinking um, the, the guy, the vampire who took her on her date was kind of cute and nice. I know. He I was. really liked him. And he took it too. very well. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of wondering if maybe he's going to show maybe up again. show up again. You
1: never know. We'll have to see. Got a Don't lot work. of sisters to go through. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what I do
2: know is she needs to write and publish faster. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we can't just wait a, a year after year. Let's what, get on it, Juliet. What are you think? Yeah. What are you thinking?
0: Um, she's probably listening because I, uh, so. Because they
1: always do. Yeah. I hope well, so. No, but
0: like, <laughs> Juliet, I think, does listen sometimes. So, um, she's a fellow podcast sister. Um. Okay, what did we think of kind of the development of their relationship? Some of the ups and downs that they had.
1: Yeah, they had some ups and downs. <laughs> and back a lot of ups, ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Hey-o. laughs> on and off, and bare roads in front of
2: fires.
1: <laughs> well, and I think that's where I mean there was a lot of interpersonal conflict in this one. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like we said, I got annoyed with their lack of communication. Um, I felt like he should have picked up sooner on why she was being reticent to date him because I felt like there were enough verbal clues. But judging from my real-life relationships... I often think people should pick up on nonverbal cues, and they don't.
1: So. Let's be honest, men don't pick up on nonverbal cues. Amen. 17 years
2: married, and my husband still doesn't know what goes on in my brain. I swear,
1: I should know by now. Bless them. I'm, uh, I'm glad my husband doesn't know what goes on. Yeah, in fair.
2: My brain. I hope he's not listening
0: to this right now, because I'm talking about vampires. <laughs> I have a feeling your husband, you know, expects these things from you at this he point. He does.
2: He rolls his eyes and walks on by. Yeah. <laughs> I, I so. love this relationship and the way it grew in some parts, and in some parts I got super annoyed. I loved, like, I love a jealousy. So yeah. I loved when she was checking him out on iBite for his reviews. <laughs> so yeah. That yeah. I got all jealous. That whole thing,
0: it. like, that as a concept was super, like, the iBite and the paranormal and the dating Zap app were... App, yep were fun um and i did also like I, that was my favorite stretch was her going on the the dates and uh-huh. you know she goes on the really crappy one and then she goes on the one where the guy where dev is like oh, this guy is
1: actually a good contender. I need to get rid of him. He's watching the first date, and he's he's just like, uh, no problem. You know, I've got this. And then the next one, he's like, ooh.
0: (laughs) i got to step in quick. (laughs) And I like when Christopher, the guy that she's on the date with, like, kisses her, and he says, that should speed him along. (laughs) That might ramp him up a bit. (laughs) And and we love love to come for that. So that was, that was. I I, didn't mean that to be dirty. (laughs) I'm here for that. Is that a better way of saying it? Yes. I just looked at you weird. Yeah, I know.
2: I didn't like that she went, instead of saying, I'm afraid that you're going to leave me, so I don't want a short-term relationship, because she was pretty direct about a lot of things, but not that. So instead, she just starts going on dates with other people after she had this connection with him. So that was irritating and mean to me. Um, yeah. Like, she wasn't thinking about him at all, which I thought was a little odd because she cared for so many people, and she healed people, and she seemed to have this emotional connection. So that was the only part about their relationship growth that I really didn't like.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but, I mean, they got over that pretty quick, so.
1: yeah, Yes, they did.
0: Uh, I her. agree.
1: I wanted her to just say, because they talked about their relationship, like, time after time, and I just wanted her to say, look, you're going to leave as soon as this case is over, and I don't want to get... And that's a very, I mean, I think because she was already feeling things, she
0: felt weird about saying that. But that's a very fine and healthy thing to just say, like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to catch feelings and then have you leave in a month, you know? Like, if she never saw
2: him, it would be different. Like, if she just started dating to get over it, that'd be different. But he lives next door. Yeah. And he's crime-busting with her. Yeah. And so, they have to see each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, the other thing I will say, and I love Slash It, like, kind of bugs me anytime I read a paranormal. But just the, I think paranormal can get away with a lot more um, kind of fishy things in terms of relationship development because they can write off so much stuff by just like, but we're blood mates or yeah. we're <laughs> fated or she's my one true soulmate, you know, and all these things. And so they can kind of speed through or, well, just or, kind or of he can tell that her
1: heart races every time she's with him and, yeah. you know, he can hear her heartbeat or know. he can feel, you know, her love for him or through he can handwriting smell her, <laughs> which is apparently a thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love sniffing, too, and we'll get to the the
2: Turkish part of the
0: show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I love that about paranormal, and then it also just kind of jumps me about paranormal, where it's just like, oh, you guys can get away with so much more that I'm not willing to overlook in contemporaries or something, because, you
1: know, they have that. I I would say, though, and I appreciate this, because they don't always have it in paranormals, but they were very careful about condoms and making sure that all that was covered and literally. And, um, (laughs) and, um, then the first one didn't fit. (laughs) (laughs) He saw me. I like that. But, um, You know, sometimes in paranormal, it's like, oh, vampires can't get someone pregnant, or vampires can't do this or that. You know, so that's how they do it. So i was glad in this one that because I'm hoping babies come along later. I know. um,
2: Can you imagine the powers these babies would have and how cute would be? Little half
1: witch, talented. Yeah, half witch, half vampire babies. Cute.
2: Dancing (laughs) around to Bollywood.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, just adorable. Skin tone alone. Yeah, I know. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so. That's that's the the relationship and uh, is that what we were talking about? I keep forgetting. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hey, it's it's the sign of a good show. Um, Okay, let's talk about the mystery element. Um, What did we think of that? Here, we think
1: it added a lot. Not as much thoughts. I liked it. Um, I felt like it could have had a bigger dramatic ending. I felt like the. I thought for sure it was going to I thought they would get her go off with her somewhere where they couldn't find her they'd have to take them longer to find her you know it would take her sisters to get in on the hunt yeah that's where I thought the sisters might come in it makes me sound awful and like I like
0: I'm a glutton for punishment but I was like yeah I wanted him to have to like look for her harder like really work for it and then be in more danger and then when he found her
1: it would just be them professing their love for each other because they couldn't stand being apart or whatever you know I just wished that that all played more into the whole relationship story
2: Especially since they built it up so much with, you could tell how uncomfortable he was with her being the bait for this right. yeah. This crime ring. Like, you could tell he knew somewhere in him that this was not a good thing and something terrible was going to happen. And then it was just kind of like, he darted off and found her and here we are, everything's, you know, kind of, kind of done. I wish it would have had more drama to it and, and more of him, like, how did he find her and that sort of stuff, yeah. I think would have built up to a much more clum clum.
1: Climactic.
2: Climactic. Thank you. <laughs> good job,
1: girls. The, um, uh, also, like the big reveal of who the silent partner was, I thought it would be someone else that we knew or someone Me else too. who had more of a connection. Yeah. Because, I mean, it being that guy's brother, it was just like, okay, well, yeah, we, we kind knew, of that. knew that. We like, knew yeah, <laughs> I mean, that. So was a toss away. That wasn't easy. So it would have been really cool if it had been someone who they unmasked as being evil that we thought was good or something.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, and I kind of had already mentioned this, but I thought that the, the mystery ending was kind of rushed through more than mm-hmm. I expected slash wanted, um, but I did like it as a catalyst to get them to work together and have to
1: spend time together, and... And I did like them helping these women who were, and, and you got to see his compassion through, you know, trying to help these girls and how mad they were, he and Reuben about how mad they were that... These girls were being mistreated, even though not sexually, but just being mistreated for... for yeah.
0: yeah, which we've been watching a lot of true crime, and that does not ring true, that a man men
1: are awful. <laughs> Sorry, men. They're
0: so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they will just break in your house and do things to you. Who are yeah. these men? Well, and that's what... We were watching one with my dad, and another tangent, and I was like... The thing is is like when a person breaks into your house as a man, like you just have to worry about your physical safety. As a woman, you have to worry about the fact that they're probably gonna rape you and then kill you or
1: just rape you and that's bad enough. Yeah. And I mean Or like take
0: it, you and make you wait for them
2: to do something bad to you. Yeah, right.
1: Or take or, you and do it over and over and over again <laughs> to you. And so, you know, it's like you you guys yeah, it would be scary to have someone break into your house. But for us it's you know, and like that, we constantly
0: kind of have to have that in the back of our heads, whereas that is not something that they have to worry about. No, and, it's like you have
2: to choose an apartment on the second floor because it's safer than the ground floor, and you yeah. have to look in your back seat before you get in your yes. car, and all these all things. That.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the fact that these girls got away without, you know, I really like, like that. I really like yeah.
2: that they weren't, like, murdered, which is yeah. what happens a lot in these paranormal books. I like that they were found and that the witches and the vampires and the grims just took care of them and made sure yeah. that they were okay and that was their number one thing as opposed to, like, trying to find murderers, which is what happens a lot. It was, I think, a little more respectful, which sounds weird, but it was a little more respectful. Well, and it
1: gave the book a lighter tone, so it yeah. wasn't so... Yeah. Angsty and hard to get through. Kind of more of a, like, a comfy mystery than, yeah. a, than a... True crime. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all know how it really would have ended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I've seen enough of those to know.
0: Mm. Um, okay. This is the part of the show where I say, well, let's talk about sex, baby.
1: This one was... There was sexy-y. a lot. Sexy. Sexy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I was like did Wolf Gone Wild get like this? And I was like, yes, I do remember it getting like more saucy than we were expecting it to. Well, this one was uh, saucy.
2: Yeah, this one was super saucy.
0: Yeah, it was pretty saucy. And
1: I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Me neither. not <I'm> mad. <laughs> but it was saucy. Yeah.
0: Um, I like the common thing of they can't make it to the bedroom.
1: (laughs) She's like, I haven't even seen your bedroom yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's asking her to move
0: in and she like, hasn't even been
1: in the bedroom Oh, I can see your mystery bedroom now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But why, when they've got, you know, the car and the bear I have to say, I was, I was on board for that massage.
2: I was just going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's like, because this He's was first
1: thought, too, is she's like, we're going to ruin the rug. And I was like, that's exactly what I was thinking, mm-hmm. and girlfriend. <laughs> He's like, and then she one. soon <laughs> forgot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, haven't read many sensual massages in a romance Can't book. say I hated it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not not, not not. Maybe bad. we need
2: more Bollywood star
1: vampires. Yeah. <laughs> it it kind of goes with his culture. And I was like, OK, yeah. all right.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Get yeah. into it.
0: Um, I also liked all the, the Big John stuff.
2: Oh, the <laughs> jokes about Big John
0: made me giggle <laughs> so hard.
2: He was so mean to her about it and I loved it. I loved it too.
0: Well, I loved that, like, you know, when he was, when he got it delivered to his house and then he was like, oh, I'll just go put it back on her porch. I'm like, no, don't do that. Let's have fun with this. Come on. <laughs>
1: and then it's like he heard you. Ellen. Yeah,
0: I know. so I was so happy and, um, that he gave her one of his videos to, <laughs> but, first, but
2: first talk to all of her friends and family about a story involving
0: <laughs> a yeah. character named yeah, John. I thought that was hilarious. Like, she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I loved it. That was perfect. Good. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I was on board with it. I mean, it was not always super plot driven sex, which we've talked about before, as we like when it's a little bit more plot driven, but it was, they were fun, and they were all unique, so it wasn't just, you know.
2: And it was a big know. step for her as far as the plot the first time, for her to right. show up at his house and say, this is what I want, because this whole book was her not expressing what she wanted, yeah. so I thought that part was good, and then it got a little superfluous a little later down the road. <laughs>
1: yeah. I did like the driving lesson, though. I liked him trying to teach her to drive, especially with a manual transmission right off yep. the bat, in a Lamborghini, nonetheless. It's yeah. like, Wow. She handled his stick. She yes, did. she did. <laughs> and then I feel like we need to
0: talk about um, the orgasmic effects of vampire blood, apparently.
1: Yeah, seriously, sign me up for that. Yeah. The- uh, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> seems like something she could sell in her shop, maybe. Or- yeah, like, let's just bottle that. Let's put this we'll on the put shelf. Put it
0: in, like, a combo package with Big John
2: and vampire blood, and
1: <laughs> it'll... It's like hotcakes. <laughs> it's
2: not you. the vampire
1: blood, it's the venom. like The mm-hmm. toxin. The, the toxin. The toxins
2: yeah. That's kind of in the world-building aspect. The thing that I liked was when they went to the vampire bar and they explained what goes on in the hookups for just yeah. the bloodletting, the eye yeah. bites, um, and how they had the screen that they would go behind and then what would happen and why they don't generally mix uh, love
1: and Sex bites. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I liked... I. I liked that kind of, I keep saying moral code, but I think a lot of times in Paranormals, and I think especially with vampires, it's just like we have to be cool with the fact that they kill someone every you know, couple weeks, but I like that they kind of have this very hard and fast rules about... How consent they do it, consent, and, <laughs> and
1: um, all that kind of and stuff. And the, the person gets something from it as well as the vampire, so. <laughs> yeah, according to those iBite reviews, yeah. yeah, you're getting like something from orgasmic.
0: it.
2: So, so when are we going to New Orleans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let's do it. I can be on a plane in an hour. <laughs> I think the planes are pretty empty right
0: now.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> can probably get a good deal. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. There's probably yeah. I wonder what the I wonder what the moral compass says about
1: COVID rules. Well, right the now vampire world letting. must be loving wearing masks because no one can see that they've got their canines out. Yeah, That's but true. it probably
0: makes things a little bit more difficult for them. It's like I gotta take this stupid thing off before I can. They can get probably in bite there. through it. Um, but I, I I thought the eye bite reviews were just funny because mm-hmm. it I liked the I like that his
1: were all very. Um, 10,000 stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then she got all upset about it. It was funny.
0: Well, and I like Jules reading Rubens, and she's just seething in the corner. just
2: like that's, that's that inks that I need built up in two or three more books before yeah, it's resolved yeah. in her book. Yeah,
0: and that's going to be <laughs> awesome. <That was>
2: so, <laughs> so awesome.
0: Um, what was your guys' swooniest moment? Well, I'll
1: let Sarah go first. I picked a couple in case she picks one of mine. Okay.
0: Sarah. Um, my it's
2: gonna be weird but it's the jealousy and the protection thing like I love that my swoony moments were when he showed up in the bars when she was on her dates (laughs) and just stared daggers and then walked her home like he was so protective but allowed her to be her and I think and figure herself out instead of being real demanding and trying to be overpowering like most vampires are so I was like I was really melted by the way that he still took care of her when she was shoving it in his face with other dates.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think I love that moment on the second date where, um, you know, Christopher kisses her, and then he's like, that should, that should get him going. And then, like, it says three seconds later, he's there, and he's just like, I need to talk to you right now. <laughs> uh,
1: we need to discuss this. Yeah, and so, yeah, I really liked that, too. Mom, I'll let you go. I'm going to have to go with... And I saw it coming a mile away, but him getting the dog. Oh. that was,
0: You know that, that was got me, too, because <laughs> I'm a dog girl. And so. Well, I loved
1: when she was walking down the sidewalk, and he came up because he was afraid she was going on another date. And he's like, are you going on another date? And she says, well, I am meeting a guy with brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, was messing I, with him.
2: Can I just say, and I don't know if we can talk about endings here, but the whole... Spoiler alert, go for spoiler it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> The whole boombox in the driveway thing, by the way, like also was totally my jam. That I was thought my second. That was, second. So that was my backup
1: one. If you picked yep. the dogs, um, yes, I loved the boombox, and then I loved that just the whole family and all the neighbors were out there, and it just turned into Dancing like a
0: music festival block and
1: party. Yeah, I was on board with that. That sounded even Archie
2: awesome. the dog got to dance. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> with
0: Clara yep. and her bad singing voice. Um, I, you guys both got both of mine. But I also picked, um, when he gives her the bracelet, that was, like, his mother's marriage necklace that she wore, um,
1: and I just thought that that was also pretty sweet. Well, I love that all her sisters knew, like, when she woke up and she thought he was already gone, and she was all sad, and they're like, just wait, just wait, (laughs) (laughs) and they all knew what was coming, so,
0: yeah, that was, it was good, there was, there was a lot of cute little moments in there, um, Okay. Let's hear what some of the listeners had, other than Sarah, um, had to say about this book. Um, Emily says, this series is everything. I hadn't tried much paranormal romance, but I love these characters, and I am so excited for each and every book. Juliet Cross is a fantastic author, and those covers are outstanding. I love the covers, and the titles are great. Yeah. Natalie says, woohoo, I had so much fun reading this. I just really love this little nook of the paranormal romance world. I am also very excited for Clara's book. I let, Yeah, I'm excited for, like, all, all, of all, all, of them, yeah. all of the books that they've obviously set up at this point. Um, Tanya says, I absolutely adore this series. They are great paranormals, and the stories are, uh, the stories have some, real funny parts. There are so many times I laughed out loud. Devraj is now my top hero. He is just delicious. This is a series I'll buy the physical copy physical books for. Um yeah, I think just because they would be pretty on your shelf. Yeah. <clears throat> Catherine says, I feel kind of bad not liking this one as much as I'd hoped because I adored Wolf Gone Wild. The trope of a male character pursuing a female character, even when she said she's not interested, isn't appealing to me. It gets so much better once she returns his interest. Vampires aren't usually my favorite, but since I loved Wolf Gone Wild so much, I expected to like this one more than I did. Uh, only finishing because I want to be prepared for book three, but I'll continue reading the series for sure. Um... I'm sorry you felt that way, Catherine. Um, I the trope of a male character pursuing a female character, even when she said she's not interested. Um, I think that's kind of one of those things I was referring to that paranormal seems to be able to get away with that. And kind of like Mom was saying, where he can smell her lust and he can smell,
1: <laughs> you know, he can sense her aura of, of love and interest in him and things like that. Um, Well, I think, too, this is just, I mean, she was a shy introvert. I mean, that's, and so he was having to break through that. Plus, she had a lot of misconceptions about him that he was trying to remedy. And part of the reason that she wasn't interested in him is because she thought he was this stuck-up, you know, superficial, you know, using his charm to to woo everybody kind of guy. And, And that's not what he was like at all. And so I'm glad that he kept pursuing her so she was able to see that he wasn't like that.
2: Yeah. And I don't think he was pursuing her romantically in the beginning, but I think he grew to like her too. At first he was just so offended that she couldn't, she wouldn't and couldn't fall for his charms and wanted nothing to do with him. And Mm then he, as he was trying to remedy that, he started liking her. So for me, it wasn't as much like an, like an insta-love on his part. Yeah. Yeah. It was fast, but it wasn't an insta-love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. And I don't
1: think like I didn't ever feel like he was being inappropriate by coming on to her. Yeah, so I think it was, was always afraid. the big John stuff was a little <laughs> Oh, it was, all, it was <laughs> funny.
0: But it's funny.
1: Um yeah, I And that uh, was more of a teasing thing than yeah. a you know, like sexual
0: harassment yeah. thing or something. Um yeah, I think I think I'm okay with this one and yeah, he was always he was always very gentlemanly. I yeah. think it's I don't think he ever like crossed any boundaries for me that I was worried about. Um okay, Katie says, When I heard this book was about a vampire, I was like, eh, okay, but Juliet Cross does not disappoint. I really enjoyed the MC's flirty teasing and self confidence. Some highlights for me were Big John and the music video. Music video. I think it was just the video. Oh, like oh, like his Bollywood thing. Yeah. Okay. I highly recommend this book for a light, sexy fantasy read. Um, And yeah, that's definitely a common thread that I noticed from reading these is that um, these are like, if you're looking for someone who's like, I don't really love paranormals, um, but do a recommendation. This is definitely
1: like one of the first I would go to. Um, Well, like we said, it's just an easy world to get into. It's not. Overly (coughs) world-building.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of like paranormal light, I think. Yeah. So, Marta says, I am not a big fan of werewolves, and while I liked Wolf Gone Wild, I did not warm up to the animal side of Mateo. But Evie and her sisters were great, so I sought out Don't Hex and Drive. These are fun and super sexy books, and the overarching story is... Uh, developing nicely. Isadora's which powers are interesting, and I like seeing a view of New Orleans, which isn't every single tourist cliché. And as mentioned, Devraj, oomph, what a hottie. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes uh, and yes. Verified. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree to disagree with you on the Mateo
1: thing and the I wolf felt a little thing. bad
2: for you there, Ellen. <laughs>
1: I, I feel very attacked right now. Um. I'd like to warm up to his beast side, his animal side. Yeah, so she says.
0: I wouldn't <laughs> that whole thing, like in the first book, I just loved um, the whole well, the whole thing side. about him not being able to turn and then Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. was awesome. Um Shannon says, love, love this series. I had to read Wolf Gone Wild uh, and just really adored this family of sister witches. Funny and witch fantasy with a little suspense is my jam. I'm not a big fantasy world reader, so I really appreciate that this takes place in the regular world. I really enjoyed learning about Evie and Mateo, but I agree that I also didn't warm up to Mateo. I'd hope for more in Don't Hex and Drive. I found it a little harder to love Isadora and Devraj. I loved their meet cute, but her turnaround to uh, just be, well, let's get this sex over with was a bit out of left field for me. Seemed rushed for this quiet and keep to the ground type of girl. I enjoyed the rest of the book, but again, the hero just didn't do it for me. It's the sisters that kept me going and also to see more of the growing relationship between Jules and Reuben. Now that is a book I am waiting for. I can't wait for their story. Uh, I'll agree with you on that part, but um, I, I agree with certain things, Shannon. I agree with the her turnaround to let's get the sex over with.
1: Well, well, if you don't like that, then there's a lot of romance books you're not going to like. That happens (laughs) like in every romance book. It's like, well, we'll do it this once, and then I'll get it out (laughs) of my system. It's like, okay, that's that happens in every one of them.
2: Let me lay down on your bear rug only this one time. (laughs) (laughs) Only
1: this one time. Massage me with oil. But just this once. I'm never coming back for this again. And I
0: think they at least, like, she pretty well set up the fact that um, she thinks she's, you know, experienced sex and orgasms. But the temptation of him, like, oh, you think you have, but let me tell you something else. Like Watch these Bollywood moves and then talk to me, lady. (laughs) Let me give you a sensual massage and see if I can't if I can't turn that that ship around. Um, yeah, so I, I was on board with that. <laughs> Were you, Ellen? I guess I <laughs> was, was, was very on board with this. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I can see Mateo had a lot going on, so I guess I can see people not. I did wish I well, wish that was we had pretty th-
1: angry through the whole book because yeah. he had this <laughs> a lot going on build up of you know not yeah. being able to turn and and that was making him more
0: I would have liked to have seen kind of like mom was saying more of the sisters but especially more of Evie and Mateo like mm-hmm. maybe giving them a role in helping out with the case and stuff um, especially now that Mateo is free from his his demons yeah it would have been great yeah, he could have yeah, helped help tracking
2: out. the girls down
0: yeah yeah Yeah, it's true. Um, Cynthia says, I really loved this book. I've completely invested since Wolf Gone Wild and I'm uh, looking forward to the entire series. It's a great introduction to Paranormal and I keep recommending it to people who aren't fans of Paranormal. They have uh, just the right amount of humor and romance and sexy times. I just hope it's not 100 years before Jules and Ruben's story comes to fruition. They're giving me Scarlet and Billy vibes and I don't know that I can handle that kind of angst. (laughs) I'm so excited! (laughs) (laughs) I live for it. Yeah, like, I... I love these series that obviously have the couple that is going to be like the couple that's got history that needs to go down, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and then they do go down. And it's on just each been other. building
1: through all the yeah. books.
0: Yeah. Um, and then finally, Laurie says What's not to love about an introverted homebody witch and a charismatic globe trotting vampire? Juliet Cross is writing and. World building is engaging and fun. I really liked the mythology behind Death's life as a Stygian Gorn vampire. He really was impressive, and it was easy to see why everyone found him so dreamy. I had a hard time with Isadora's flip from he's the worst to I'm going to hit him up for a hookup. Uh, the transition was abrupt and a bit hard to buy, but I liked how the story moved along after she decided not to hate Divrajh. Uh, his draw to her was so fun to read, and I was completely invested once the interest was mutual. The mystery was tied up so quickly, it was almost anticlimactic, but on the whole, it was fun to visit the sab- 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 Savoy sisters again, and I look forward to reading the next book. Um, yeah, okay. I agree with most I of agree that. with that too. Yeah. Um, and... It seems like a lot of people had a problem with the transition, like with some of the relationship development stuff. That, that seems to be the main uh, problem that people uh, seem to keep touching on. It all comes down to communication, though. It's communication,
2: but also even if it was just a hookup, if you had that delicious piece of meat offering yeah. himself to you and you were a single lady you would yeah. I mean, who would not be tempted by that?
0: Yeah, you you'd 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 throw in the towel with like, Yeah, we can just do this for now.
2: Like I you know fine what that. even if it's just once, it's gonna go down as an entire chapter, maybe more, in my in my book. <laughs> so let's let's do this and make it spicy.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm on board. Um Yeah, he, uh, and I also loved, um, like, all the sisters, like, all the girls just ogling him and, yeah, like,
1: (laughs) watching (laughs) his videos. Like, you're not
0: going to hit that girl, come on. (laughs) Um,
2: Was it, was it Violet or, uh, that reads the cards? Is that?
1: Yes. So
2: she knew all along, too, and she was just uh, kind of goading both of them, and I kind of enjoyed that, and I wish we had seen more of her, like, pushing them towards each other in the book, because I thought she was fun.
0: Because that was fun in the first book, too, um, that I mean, because I seem to remember that she also gave them a reading of like, this is what's going to happen to you. And so then kind of seeing how her kind of cryptic readings play out, um, you know, and how they do still apply to how the situation goes down. And I'm excited for Ruben's reading his domineering yeah. um. How that gets him in trouble uh in that box.
2: <laughs>
0: we just had a lot of boxes checked
2: for Sarah. I told today. you we don't have the time for all my boxes to.
0: <laughs> um final thoughts on Don't Hex and Drive. I I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it I, too. I'm just It was just fun. Yeah, it's it's uh I think I am still like Team book one, like I really loved team. Uh, I really loved book one, but this book did not deter me in any way from keeping up with the series, and I'm 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 on board.
1: And it's a good, you know, COVID read where it's not super angsty. It's just kind of fun and yeah, enjoyable. Yep, yeah. I agree. I
0: loved yep. it. Yep, me too.
1: Okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts
0: on Don't Hex and Drive by Juliet Cross. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like just a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On November 2nd, we'll be watching and discussing the 2005 Pride and Prejudice, Oh, that's right. probably with a healthy dose of the 1995 version thrown in there as well, because it's unavoidable that we won't end up talking about that well, as well. Well, we'll probably
1: end up watching both of them. Probably. That's <laughs> usually how we operate. Um,
0: for now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be getting to know Sarah a little better and talking about some Turkish delights, so stay with us. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Ellen here with a new recommendation for you. With Halloween Quick Upon Us and Hallmark starting up its Christmas lineup, which you all know I'm dying over, it's officially time to start talking about some holiday reads. So I wanted to tell you about Christmas Kisses with My Cowboy, an anthology coming to you from authors Diana Palmer, Marina Adair and Kate Pierce, three best selling authors who are beloved for writing sexy Western romances with alpha heroes and strong adventurous heroines. So, first we have Mistletoe Cowboy in the anthology by Diana Palmer. says, horse whisperer Parker doesn't drink, smoke, or gamble, and he doesn't have much to do with women either. Until he meets winsome widow Katie and her sweet child, could Christmas kisses under the mistletoe bring the handsome wrangler the gift of his very own family? Am I sensing a potential grumpy hero alert in there? Yes, please. Um, Then we have Blame It on the Mistletoe by Marina Adair. To claim his slice of the family ranch, Texas Ranger Noah is forced to is forced back to Tucker's Crossing. All he expects to find is a tractor load of painful memories until a holiday storm, a power outage, and perhaps the magic of Christmas deliver him to rescue an intriguing woman named Faith. But just who's rescuing whom? Um, I'm definitely sensing some forced proximity and you all know that I'm here for that and then finally mistletoe detour by kate pierce when morgan valley rancher ted baker gets out his tow truck to pick up a snowbound driver he doesn't expect to find his old school friend veronica on the lamb with her pet pig much less true love just in time for christmas maybe some trapped in the snow goodness in there um yes 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 to all three um so any way you look at it we've got rugged cowboys at christmas time and i am here for that Always and forever. So check out Christmas Kisses with My Cowboy by Diana Palmer, Marina Adair, and Kate Pierce out now and get in the holiday spirit. And if you read it, tell us what you think. All right, thanks guys. Bye. Welcome back. So since we have the lovely Sarah Ortiz here with us, uh, we wanted to get to know more about her and just her journey as a romance reader to get very uh, serious about it. And um, so first, Sarah, just kind of tell us whatever you want to tell us about yourself, like what your deal is, um, whatever much you want to get into. I'm a married lady who yeah. loves
2: romance books because there. I love love and I know that I married my soulmate if there is such a thing and I'll never fall in love again. So I get to relive the feelings of falling in love every time I read a romance book, which there I enjoy. There you go.
0: That's how you can explain it to dad, mom. And he maybe he'll buy it. <laughs> he He would roll his I eyes like romance. my husband would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but it's true. I love love. Yeah. Um, and so my... Um, entryway into romance books was I, my grandmother used to babysit me when I was a kid and she had a whole pile stacked up of romance books behind the encyclopedias like they were her little hidden secret <laughs> and so at a very young age I tried to read one but it got taken away from me but then yeah. if you fast forward to middle school I started reading V.C. Andrew books which are terrible for middle school kids to read yeah. but I did <laughs> and I would hide them under my bed but I, I would stay up all night reading books, I, and I can finish a book in a night. Like, that's usually how I read. Um, mm-hmm. So I went through a long phase of where I was reading f- five, six books a week. It's slowed down a little yes. bit now, but I just love
0: it.
1: Yeah. I'm so jealous of you people who can read so fast. <sighs> I I have
0: that problem. I can sometimes, if I'm starting a book, I can fall asleep reading a book if I've just like started it and I'm not quite but I I know like when I get to that certain point in a book like if I don't throw it across the room right now I will stay up all night reading this entire book and that's
2: I've broken a few screens on my iPad. I read my Kindle on my iPad because I must fall asleep and roll over and it shoots against the wall. So there has been some collateral damage to my romance reading.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've broken a couple iPads myself. Yeah, mom's broken some iPads. Do you want to tell people how you broke iPads, mom? No, I don't. You don't want to tell people? (laughs) Because it's the most mom way that an iPad could ever be broken. Am I not allowed to say? I don't care. You can say. Mom has fallen asleep on the toilet <laughs> twice and dropped an ipad on the tile broken
1: two ipads that way that very specific pathetic was, way you know <laughs> the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> the trip in the middle of the night whatever, whatever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um don't tell your dad he has to I <laughs> <many> new iPads <laughs> um,
0: I, I uh, recommend the Kindle Paperwhite because I think that they're a little less breakable so something breakable. to consider for you um, so my next question was what was your gateway drug into reading romance uh, but it sounds you've, you've already answered and, and done that for us so what is your if you were to pick like a favorite book it could be romance or otherwise what would that be for you oh it's so tough because I've read so many I know
2: anything Penny Reed I go back to quite often
1: yeah. um,
2: I go back to some of Colleen Hoover's books a couple times um, which
0: one of her which which of hers do you like? I've never read one of hers and
2: um, I would have to say Say, well I like all of them the latest ones that she's done have veered away from romance they're more like there's a book called "It's An- It Ends With Us that was um it was kind of romance but it was like the ending of a relationship and a woman finding her strength after he was somewhat a- abusive to her okay. and I love that book and it's a little bit tough and I probably wouldn't read it right now with all of the badness in the world but it's a yeah. really really good book it's probably one of my favorites and, okay. um, Justin Baldoni, if that's his name, from Jane the Virgin, actually yeah. bought the rights to make it into a movie, which I'm really excited about. I
0: saw that. I saw that he did that with one of her books. I just didn't remember which one it was. Um, yeah, I, cause, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but anytime I like kind of look into her books, it seems like they're angsty, new adulty, and that's not always my jam. Yeah, a lot of them uh, are. Yeah. Um... But that one sounds intriguing. I'll I'll have to check it out. I also
2: love sticking with vampires, the Night Huntress series. Her vampires, Janine Frost is the author. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Her, they're very, very good books. And they're actually really great audible books um, to listen to. That's actually how I got into them. But um, Cat and Bones are the main characters. Bones is the vampire. And they play off each other so well. And the books are so well written that I've read those probably three times, too
0: okay um yeah i've read uh maybe i have what's what's her series about the she's like a grim reaper um and it's the girl i'm pretty sure it's janine frost
2: yeah where Um, she's the one who's like the police officer for like the the supernatural people and keeps the vampires in line
0: yeah maybe that's it I, I read it a long time ago and I read like the Halfway to the Grave is the first
2: book. Oh, oh I love those books too. That's a different series. Yeah, okay. it's yeah, and and the Next Grave on the Left and it's a whole series. Oh, yeah. that that series just recently ended and it's
0: very good. Okay. Yeah, cuz that's her too, right?
2: Yeah, she's like a she's like a private investigator um, that is that has can see things and
0: she Yeah.
2: her love is like related to the devil, and he's su- his name is Reyes, and he's super hot too. Like, boxes checked,
0: like, very, <laughs> very recommended. We're, we're starting to get uh, Sarah's
1: type going here. Um, Dorinda Jones,
0: it took me a minute to think of her name. Dorinda
1: yeah, Jones is the author. Yeah, Because um, I, I read the first book like a long time gotta ago. There's got to be joke in here about Sarah and her box.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, if it's you a recurring theme. Yeah. <laughs> Um okay Sarah, what is your favorite genre besides romance? Or I guess even you know, if you're and then my love, next question is your favorite subgenre of romance. So So my favorite cou-
2: subgenre is the paranormal. Okay. Like I I love these little campy paranormal romance books. Yeah. Um but I also love a bearded man in the woods, so that's why I think <laughs> Penny Reed is also yeah. Also a good pick. I mean, and I, there's I, a lot of
0: those these days. That's yeah. like a, yeah. that's an entire subgenre of on its own.
2: I love ninety nine percent Mine,
0: which is not anything like any of the things oh. I've just said oh. to you. We loved ninety nine percent that book. We were talking about that with Rosie Dannon too, and um, just because I was shocked at like how how like mixed reviews
1: that one got. Because I know
2: I, I loved, loved it. That
0: book. Well,
1: I think everybody expected another Hating Game, yeah. and. It's different. Yeah. But it had such
2: an oddball character that I it, love. It's and so Tom
1: Valeska is so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Did know. you know I, that
2: we talked about this book when we met in person and it holds a special place in my heart?
0: <laughs> Did you? I, I can believe that because we had just,
1: uh, no, we just met, met her. her.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. talked to her about the book. Um, that's, but that's but non
2: romance, I like women's fiction and I also love self help books. Like, I'm a sucker for like a self help book that I'll do nothing with.
0: okay speaking of self-help books that aren't really self-help books but back to our Trixie and Katya did you
2: get their book um I haven't had time to read it but it is sitting there waiting for me
0: yeah um it's it's a fun like coffee table but some of just some of their like conversations and stuff like that are pretty funny um okay what are your favorite tropes within romance um I love a
2: protective vampire as we've said apparently I
0: love and jealous jealousy I
2: love jealousy I really love like enemies to lovers like I love situations where they like don't like each other and they fight it and then in the end it's like so combustible it's awesome Yeah. yeah um I also like um I like people who are like now, like second chance but not too much of a second chance like I don't like it when there's been something terrible and they find themselves but yeah. I like it when they were involved with each other's lives and all of a sudden they're like oh wait a second what is this I like
1: like kind of brother's
0: best friend that's
1: why I like <laughs> brother's best friend yep yep yep, yep. so I've that's known her whole like. my, li- my whole life and now wait what what yes, let me rub my
2: eyes because now I'm seeing you differently
0: <laughs> 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 so that's no. what I like yeah, those, those are good. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, what would you recommend to someone you are trying to get into romance? That it is
2: so much more than just like, my husband actually calls it like lady porn is what he always calls my books. Uh-huh.
0: That's what someone next to me used to kind of refer to it as. But it's not. It's about relationships. And
2: like for me, it's about like reliving those fun moments when you were young and falling in love and all the The trips up you know and it's also a it's about you find little pieces of yourself in all of the characters i find and i feel that it's not so deep that it's gonna like take a piece of your soul and 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 hurt you in any way but deep enough where you can kind of grow from reading some of these characters and a lot of times it's fun and there's a lot of really funny authors out there
0: yeah Good answer, Sarah. That is good I, I really like that. And um, yeah, because we were just having to defend this to my brother on the Truth or Beard episode, and I have to tell people, it's like, I mean, the sex scenes are nice. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't hate the sex scenes, Correct. but um, it's not why we read it though. It's like no. I mainly read it for the build up to the sex scenes. Like, that's exactly. my favorite part. I love
1: the flirting and the and
0: banter then-
1: and you know, when they have those little looks and those little moments and those little things and you're going, Oh, it's so sweet.
2: I know. I love that stuff so much.
1: Yeah. Um, who are some of your favorite
0: authors right now? You've kind of touched on obviously Penny Reed. Yeah. Penny Reed. I feel like most people come to us through Penny Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love Penny Reed. Um, I went back and started reading an author in the paranormal genre not too long ago that I love. And it's H.P. Mallory. And it's similar kind of to this style. She has, um, a couple different series but they're kind of the campy fun little bit steamy um, and their worlds are mostly pretty simple so you're not doing a lot of world building but I like her books so if you like this book that might be one that you would want to check out
0: that's good to know because I was thinking I was like I kind of want to read another paranormal before Halloween hits and, and I have some time so
2: and yeah. Rose Presley is another good author in this genre that's kind of similar-ish um so I, there's a lot of really really like fun paranormal romancy halloween get you in the mood type books that i would recommend yeah. right now
0: cool um what got you this is our self-aggrandizing mo- <laughs> moment of the of the show what got you started listening to us
2: well, I fell in love with you ladies in a little Facebook group about Turkish soap operas. <laughs> yes, that's And true. then
0: I had to get more
2: of you, so I followed you to your podcast. And then as if that stalking wasn't enough, I arranged to meet you in Chicago when you were there for a book yes. fair. It's true. And I was supposed to do it again, but then COVID, I think. I know. Uh, so. We were so sad. So, um, that's how I got to know you was in a Facebook group. And then I followed you to your podcast and then I stalked you
0: in real life. Well, listen, and like, we've yep. loved it all. Yes. Cause Same. even, you know, like when mom and I were, cause we're, we're, we're admittedly not as active in the Turkish group as we once were. Um, but when we were like hardcore, it was like. We would refer to,
1: oh, our best friend Sarah. Yeah, like, yeah, like
0: we, <laughs> we had all talk,
1: this, We talked about you, like you know, all as, these tight friendships that we'd gotten over the internet. Yeah, we have a lot of that. Well, now. they
2: turned into a real one here, so it's not. Yeah, so bad. yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah, I know. We was worth it. Yeah, oh, gotten absolutely. To meet up and Thanks chat. for stalking.
0: Yes, we appreciate. I will stalk
1: us. you to any time. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise, girl.
0: Uh, okay, what is a book that you would like to see us do on the show?
2: Ooh, that's a tough one. It's a book
0: called Kiss My Putt by Tara Sivik. <gasps> I read it, Sarah.
2: I loved it, loved
0: it. Yes, and I read uh, Swing and a Mishap. Did you read that one I as did. well? I did. I love yeah. her. She's so funny. All of her books are so funny. Yeah, maybe we should do that and because uh, I'll make Mom read it. Um, It gets pretty saucy. It gets a little books.
2: saucy, but it's got a super cute like enemies to lovers And
0: Second Chance mixed in. It's true. I was telling Mom, I'm like, I like these books because it's basically just making these men come grovel at these women's feet (laughs) for, like, a second chance. Um, Yeah, those are super fun. I have been recommending those to people who are just like, I want something just kind of funny and fun. I'm like, these ones that I just read, they're both a lot of fun. And um, speaking of boys in, you know, baseball baseball pants and um golf shorts and things like that things that i did not think would rev my engine and but
1: boy did it yeah yeah Yeah. engine revved. i would like
2: to go to a golf course now and look at these little dugouts or whatever they have little sheds on the course because they
0: have a whole new meaning now yeah i know apparently Uh, there's (laughs) a lot of sex times that happens in maintenance sheds of golf who knew who Who knew knew?
1: (laughs) (laughs) probably not the people who work at the golf course
0: (laughs) and it probably never happens in real life
1: probably never happens (laughs)
0: um okay and now obviously we've 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 touched on it a lot but uh we have sarah here so we have no other choice but to talk about turkish soap operas dramas dcs whatever you want to call them first of all
1: let's point out that we met sarah we joined the group because it was they were watching urkenci kush Mm-hmm. And um, we got wrapped up in that. Yes. In fact, I think Penny recommended it. Mm-hmm. And um, well, because
0: the group that it, that we were all a part of it was—it's like it's a subgroup a, of Penny's a group, subgroup of Penny's group, which is just hilarious to me. It's like within Romance there is an authors page, and within the authors page there is a subgroup for people
1: who watch Turkish shows. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, like this very niche audience. Um, and so that's how we started. Yes. but then once that once E.K. ended, then you guys went on to watch multiple others. Yeah. I've watched so
0: I, wa- I got into Yasak Elma, um, mm-hmm. but I will admit Queens. I, yes, I will admit I fell off a bit when um, my main dish Onora Tuna uh, left because I'm like, what's the point?
2: Really, <laughs> There's a
0: really nice uh, silver fox we call him named Kaya who has
2: entered the scene that
0: you might like. Is he said. with Yildiz? Ender, oh, oh, okay, all right, mm-hmm. um, okay, I, I, I can get that. But now with we that. have
1: a new show. Yes. yes. Sencha
0: Kapame, Am I saying that even close? Kalkuma. Yeah, you were close. Kappame. Okay, it's um, so good. You knock on my door. Yes. And it is adorbs. Okay, so he is, he's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: I think he's everything. my new favorite. Yeah. Yeah. He's like. Everything. I think I like him more than John. Is that okay to say? I do. Yes, it's okay. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. Well, and so first of all, he dresses better. Yeah. Well,
0: I've seen a lot of chatter on the group about how John is starting to like get a new stylist or something, and is looking more lumbersexual, which I'm here for.
2: Yeah, totally Uh, lumbersexual, and he's giving some life to that
0: short hair of his, where he felt uncomfortable in
2: it at first. You could tell.
0: Yeah, Um, and I'm liking that look a lot better. John, I feel like we need to say, was on Erkenshi Kush and um, has been in, like, some others, cin- or one other mm-hmm. since. Um, he had a military stint, which made him cut his hair. And was he was luxurious. Always, yeah, he was always flowing <sighs> the, the lion locks, you know. Um, but he was always kind of, like, the metal and chains look. And now he's kind of normal every away day. from that a bit, and which I'm here, more here for. Um, but say, say Kareem's name. Am I even saying that? Say his name. Yeah, Kareem. You're correct. Okay. Okay. Kareem, who's on Senshal, um, he, uh, he's just, like, a lot more charming, it seems like, in real life than John was. Plus he speaks... Awesome English.
2: And yeah, so he's he been in, a... in the US for quite some time. So the Turkish people actually make fun of him for his Turkish because the way he speaks it is very choppy compared to like the way, um, like normal, like, like native Turkish speakers speak
1: yeah well that's okay I don't care about that (laughs) but but also
2: he's got a nice behind and also he stands up for women's rights like he's constantly like Turkey is not really great at um women's rights and so he actually is one really outspoken about that which makes me very endeared to him so he's got looks and I feel like he's got brains and a good moral compass
0: yeah
2: um and I mentioned the looks one more time (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and, and and yeah, let let us pay homage twice. to the the looks <laughs> and um, well, and the whole the whole series is you know there's a lot of jealous Turk oh, jealousy that is the best going on my specific the whole niche yeah. the whole drain the pool thing. Ellen and I still can just shout drain that at each drain other. Pool. Drain the pool, drain, drain the, pool. the pool, and it, we just start cracking up. But um, <laughs> I just am here for it, and yeah.
0: anybody who like likes a rom com like these turkish shows are i i mean i i tell people about oh yeah mom and i are super into these turkish shows and they're like you guys are weird Weird. and i'm like no but it's (laughs) just a rom-com in a different language that you have to read
1: (laughs) yeah people don't like
2: the reading part and i get a lot of weird looks too but i feel like it's got this somewhat innocence to it because the censorship over there is so is so rough like you can't show kissing you can't show alcohol you can't show a lot of things on tv so it's all about the build-up and then finding creative ways to show the way that they love each other and feel about each other which i think is like really different and nice yeah
0: Yeah. well and it's like we always say you know like our favorite part of the romance is the build-up to all that and that is turkish shows are just that yeah (laughs) because they get cockwalked constantly, <laughs> always, always. And I love that,
2: like, Turkish men in these shows, it, like the type they're they're like usually pretty protective in the rom coms, and yes. they're pretty pretty much not very emotional outwardly, but inwardly they are. So you're watching their internal conflict through their facial expressions quite a bit, which yeah. I like. And I they love, have,
0: yeah, they have some more like maybe some toxic masculinity which yes. obviously we're not we we don't support no. but it's also somewhat attractive in, <laughs> for these guys that are a little bit more it's protective a little yeah uh, you know it's uh i'm not not attracted to it
2: <laughs> i'm just terms. gonna say that there may be some secret boxes that get checked with this sort of behavior <laughs> that i'm not
1: proud of <laughs>
0: Yeah, that um, set feminism
1: back a bit. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> but like the and the trope of the grumpy guy with the sweet yes. girl that is Turkish shows like through and through. So, and I love it. If you guys are like me, that is my box to yep. the extreme. Um, so I just yeah, I feel like anybody who's into romance should at least give a Turkish show a try, because they And just this
2: so show much. and Erkenci Kush were actually written, the beginning of Erkenci Kush, the good episodes, the best ones, were written yeah, by yeah. the same person who has, like, a real deep respect for old romance, and... Mystery and like the stars and like she really puts a lot of detail and thought into like the storytelling, which I also enjoy because I feel like in American shows they don't have that deep level as much as they
0: do in these shows. So yeah, and we should also say if you're not familiar with how Turkish shows operate, each episode is two and a half hours hours long, (laughs) and so it's it's a commitment. It is. Um. It's but it's like you know I. I tell every me- week. I tell people that, and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, but it's no different than a soap opera here, which runs for an hour every day. But the they're week. basically
2: putting out a movie every week, if you think about yeah. it.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, they they get angsty at times. Right now, it seems like we're going through an angsty period, but it's, you know, that's just how we it's know It's worth how. it
2: when they have a drone... Showing the couple kissing in this yeah. like outdoor gazebo with sheets, with flowing, sheets flowing, with flowing, flowing in the flowing wind, sheets. and the most perfect song ever
0: playing. And yeah. You say a nuzzle
2: and a sniff, and that's about all you get from it. And then your mind has to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, on Central Kapame they have like this one sexy song that they play every time there's a sexy moment, and I'm like, oh, every time here the song comes. starts up,
1: yeah, here it comes, we gonna I'm like, get some good here stuff. We go. <laughs> get some gold going
2: i mean i went so not so cuckoo for the shows um yeah. that uh i went to turkey and i went to the set yeah. of her kush and, and you
0: went with like people from the group that that we... i'd never
2: met before we all yeah. met in istanbul and we were from all over the place and we spent two yeah. weeks together including a day where we went out to the middle of nowheresville in turkey and went to the set and all squealed like little girls when John came out, and when we saw him in his in his, in his little trailer with no shirt on, literally, oh. Jessica almost drove off the road, I think, because we screamed so loud, so it was like fangirling to the max.
1: Well, I will say that's my one beef with um, SCK, is he doesn't take his shirt off enough, but... I mean, John popped his shirt off all the time and he had to have a tattoo drawn on every time he took his shirt off.
2: I always tell people that's because they felt they had to have him do that for ratings, but but Kareem is so good. But there's a boxing scene this week where he was wearing a tank top and boxing, so prepare (laughs) thyselves. Okay. I will
1: prepare. We will prepare mentally. (laughs) And I'm on board.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, but they're all so fun. I've, I mean... Even the ones that I didn't like as much, because I watched uh, Uh Dolunai. Didn't like that one too much. Yeah, even the ones, but even those that I, like, don't, didn't love as much, they're still a lot of fun, and, you know, if you can find a group of ladies who get into it and you can chat about it with them, then that's all the more fun, so. Twitter's super fun for, like, there's a whole, there's a
2: whole bunch of people from all over the world that talk about these shows and watch them live together.
0: Senchal seems to have like a way bigger English fan base than I yep. remember Erkenshi Kush having. Um and like the memes that I'm seeing come out of so Senchal is is so much fun. So mm-hmm. love it. Um, and it, it is it is a memorific show. There's there's a lot of things that you can have fun with on that
1: one. So like drain the pool.
0: Yeah, like drain <laughs>
1: the pool. <laughs> I love and it just so much. All
0: the jealousy stuff. Like there's this one jealousy like fan vid that mom and i have watched a few times just because it like compiles all of our oh favorite i love modes. that one it's <laughs> <the
1: best. laughs> of, him,
0: of him just flowering at everybody <laughs> yeah so good um well and a jealous Turk. what are you gonna do yeah. yeah what are you gonna do i can i like if ever i have a question about okay sarah i need a new turkish show like you are who i go to because i just consider you the expert on All things Turkish.
2: It's such a sad story, but I got into it because I had a car accident, and I had to learn to read again, and I had to lay still for two hours. So this is... I found one on on Netflix, and I started watching it, and it starred my OG love, Kavanch. Kavanch, Yeah. Yeah. And so I I started that way, and then I just started watching a bunch of these shows because I got hooked. They got me. They just got me. Which,
0: by the way, we need to talk about... I saw the Netflix announcement that, like, he has... Fourteen. Well, there's like fourteen new Turkish shows, and isn't he in like two of them or something? He's in a show and a movie,
2: and then the guy from The Protector, Chatay Olsoy, who I love, he's also in a show that's coming out. Like all. all of the popular actors are going there because they're treated better by netflix like their working conditions are better so they don't get canceled on a
0: dime it's nice yeah because they really do like those like if you think it's rough over here those shows get canceled like at the drop of a hat
1: well and they work so hard on those shows i mean they are like filming right up until like the day before they they release them yeah yeah. it's
0: crazy it's crazy so
2: yeah and so that means that we have better access to better subtitles right away too which is nice
0: yeah. Yes, I know, that's what, I wish Netflix would pick up, you know, Senchal and like Air Kenshi and just give them better subtitles than we've ever gotten, because that's the problem with watching them, is the, the sometimes the quality of subtitles is subpar, and... It's, you have to do a lot of inferring. Yes, you have to do a lot of... i <laughs> they mean! <laughs> I'm thinking, sometimes there's a lot of conversations where I'm like, okay, the gist of this I'm gathering, <laughs> but maybe yeah. not specifics. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, I highly recommend getting into your Turkish shows and find Sarah on the group and see if she has, you know, I've got a list of funny ones and a list of serious ones. Pick your poison and I'll lead you to the right direction. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I highly recommend Senshal. Like, we're having a lot it's of fun my favorite. with that one. And it's fun to watch them in real time because uh, it's fun to, like... Get into the craziness with everybody
1: else. So, yeah, join in on the conversations. Like, yeah. I can't even go on the site, on the Facebook, page, Facebook group right now because you're I'm behind. behind. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want any
2: spoilers. Well, I, yeah. I, there are some pictures of his behind from this last episode up if you yeah, would like
0: I saw to take those. a peek. <laughs>
1: Oh. I, I did see those. Um, when I, was I say like, I don't like being behind, I don't mean that. <laughs> I love
0: to watch him go or whatever. I hate
1: yeah, to I see you leave. I was you
0: go I was scrolling through my Facebook feed. I'm like, well, hello. Let's pause on that for a second. Uh,
1: yeah, he does. He does do a suit nice too. Gosh, he oh. does. The biceps show just perfectly, don't he they? he pops his sleeves up, and it's just like forearm porn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yes. Um,
0: yeah. I could, I mean, I could talk more about Turkish boys. But I do think he's, like, superseded all the others for me. I agree. And that, I mean, he's at least very closely. Because for me, Onur was my number one. And... I, I still kind of love him in his new show, so... The Good Doctor, you mm-hmm. watch the okay is he i mean i just love him he's just, fantastic yeah he's he's a dish and a half um sarah thank yes. you so much for doing this with us you have um, no idea
2: how lucky i feel to be a part of this thank you for
0: um oh my accidentally
2: choosing my number so i could win this i appreciate it no like
0: i mean we do not play favorites but when you when you came up as the winner i was like oh that's gonna be so much that's fun. gonna be Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just liked, you know, getting to chat with you again because, yeah, we missed out on our Chicago visit again this year, so we were bummed Stinking about that. It, um, so just we shall meet to, again. Yeah, okay, we shall. No, we shall. We shall. Um, so. Thanks again so much for joining us. Again, if you would like to join us on November 2nd for our discussion on the 2005 Pride and Prejudice adaptation, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at NotYourMomsRom or on Facebook or Goodreads or email us at Club at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love reading them. All right, Sarah, Mom, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye, Sarah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Not your mom's romance book club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media/podcasts.